Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rap room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it And anybody can get it, no limit We get to kill it, you tuning it to the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic, even the random Big I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rap room That's it, that's all I got to say What's up, y'all? <laughs> I love saying that shit. <laughs> like I'm all cool and shit. Look, <laughs> shout out Wilson. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it street, we keep it opinionated. Oh, I didn't even tell you. So, Trip, <laughs> I'm all backwards today. So, look, Wilson, on this, no, you can laugh into the fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to turn his head like he I'm not laughing shit. at you. I'm, no, I am. I am laughing it's at cool. you. We silly. We're going to be silly today. <laughs> so, look, we say, you know, people say we keep it 100. Mm-hmm. We say we keep it 1,015 sometimes. Oh, okay. So, we're going to say, so we, I say we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it 1,015. So, y'all join in with me on 1,015. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, on the rant room, we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? 1,015. Can you count, motherfucker? Can you count? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping we would go like 2015 oh, you since it's the year. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Okay. We'll do it at the end, motherfucker, at the end. <laughs> so, look, on the rant room, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft. Um, today, we're going to say actoring, actoring, actors and shit. Because <laughs> Gary's an actor, too. <laughs> shit like that. So... Today, just so you guys know, I want to give you guys a little heads up. My girl, Lisa Bolakaja, my co-host, is on staff on Bitch Flicks, so she's busy doing her shit, but she'll be back soon. She was upset she couldn't be here. Yeah, I'm she trying wanted, not to take it personally. She wanted to hang with you no, today. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll come toward the end, though. That'd be great. Because I want you to meet her. She's, she's funny. So I got my man, Gary. I can never say your damn last Gurrier name. Gurrier like Perrier. Why you always got to have a fancy ass names and shit? <laughs> it's French. French. It's French. Where? French Street over there in Compton? Where's that? No, it's French. <laughs> you like French. France Street or some shit? France. We are on Rimpow. True. You know. Okay, I'll let that slide. Rimpow. I'll let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> so we got my man Gary here sitting in with the, the, the baby rider seat. So I did this thing, uh, Wilson, mm-hmm. where um, <clears throat> when I started, I used, to have, I used to be on another network. I did like 10 episodes on another, on another network before. And then when I started my network, I decided, I listened to a lot of shows. And I'm like, if I were... Just a young writer, what would I want to do? And I was like, well, maybe I'll have a, ba- a baby writer seat where I'll let a young writer come in and sit with us and just listen to us and get some game. Yeah. You know, no matter what the subject is, whatever, they can just learn some shit. And my man lucked out. I'm putting them on the mic today. Nice. It's stepping to the Thank mic. You. Welcome. <laughs> well, I thank you very much, Mr. Cruz. <laughs> I'm going to use my NPR voice today. Hi, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Somehow the queen always comes out. I can't help it. Bitch got the it's can't my gift <laughs> to the world. Okay, look, it's got you this far, bitch. But, okay. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, the silly fact today. You know, you you know what it is? It's this damn drink I'm drinking. Oh, is that what well, it is? Got me, got, I got the vapors today. Look, Mm-mm. there you go. <clears throat> anyway, so y'all hear him. That's my man over there. That's Gary. Thank you for stepping in for Lisa today. You're welcome. <clears throat> and um, so look, if you guys are grown, let's get it in. So today we got a kick-ass show for y'all. My man, my home team, my cousin, 
the the infamous, <laughs> the infamous and shit. Like you, that cool. <laughs> Wilson Cruz, y'all, actor. Did you, you a gay rights activist? Is that what you want to say? What are you? Uh, sure. I mean, I feel like you know. He's like, are you paying me, bitch? Listen, okay. Then I I'll feel like it's 2015, and yeah. if you are a gay man of color alive today, mm-hmm. you are an activist, there whether you, you want to or not. Okay. Well said. I'll keep it at that. What else? You you got some more hyphens. Uh, singer, mm-hmm. dancer, actor. Okay. Yeah. Broadway. Human. <laughs> human. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So y'all hear him. Wilson Cruz, y'all. Welcome to the show, y'all. We appreciate it. Thank you. It. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. We're Finally, trying to get him right? on the show for a minute. I We've know, been talking man. about it for like a year, but now yes. man's here. Well, I was out of town a lot. Hey, he ain't got no job. No, he ain't doing I nothing. Don't anymore. <laughs> I went from two they... to none. Okay. <laughs> they just got rid of it. Just bam. We're going to get into that. We're going to yeah. get into that. Um, first of all, I just got to say, here we are in January. <clears throat> so I'm probably going to drop this in like in a week or two. Um. Happy belated birthday to my oh, man. Oh, thank you. Look at him when his oh, grown happy self. birthday. Thank you very look much. Look at him. Still look 29. like he's 16, don't he? <laughs> I am 16. Are you 16? No. <laughs> when I was two years old. Look at him. <laughs> it's my 41st birthday. Yes. Wow. wow. You look across over. Thank you. That's why I tell people. I go, you should see the bitch at the gym. Okay? He be getting it in at the gym. Okay? I'm like, damn, what's up? Can I work out with you some shit? I mean, yes, sure. can I get my onesie twosies or some yeah, shit? Yeah, come on. People are like, what's your secret? I said, well, I take care of myself. There you go. Right. There you go. And olive oil. <laughs> I go, that's just a black thing, bitch. You just can't have that one. <laughs> I eat it. I put it on my face. Anyway. Uh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm selling that shit. Seriously, I'm telling everybody. Too. My grandmother used to do that. Mm-hmm. She used to before she went to bed, she put olive oil on her eyes and her cheeks. And Skin wow. was just glistening. She it? was. She was gorgeous till the day she died. Okay, crazy. Y'all hear she that? Was gorgeous. Y'all writers didn't know, even know y'all can get that game in here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, so when you show up to your meeting, bitch, face just be beat, don't it? <laughs> just perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, word out, word out. So as you guys hear, we got my man Wilson Cruz here. <laughs> yes, we're gonna be really silly today. And um, so let's just go into a little bit of background. Where are you from? How you got into the game? You know? uh, so I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, and um, I come from, uh, my parents are Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm Puerto Rican. I come from a, a long lineage of, of Puerto Rican ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved from uh, Brooklyn um, to Michigan and then from Michigan to California. Funny, because I moved California. from Michigan to Brooklyn. Oh, really? That's <laughs> funny. Wow, that's weird. Um, nobody does that. I don't so, know, believe it? Um, and then we came to California when I was in my, in my teens. Mm-hmm. And um, so I consider myself a New Yorker, but I'm, you know, I am a uh, transplant to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, growing up, the fact that I, that I you know, lived in these very um, uh, different places in the country mm-hmm. um, helped me um, understand people a little bit more. Absolutely. You know, you know, the, you were more, he's more worldly. More and and at least di- different climates <laughs> at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and when, you, when you move a lot when you're a kid, I think you, you encounter a lot of people from different backgrounds. Sure. And, um, and Let me my, just ask you, what, what made you guys move around? Was pops in um, the military or something? No, or my, my parents you know, were young. My parents were 19 when they had me, and okay. they, just, they had three kids by the time they were 27, mm-hmm. which I oldest? can't even imagine. I am, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. And I think they were just looking for a better life for their kids, sure. right? And they, they had grown up in Puerto Rico and New York, and they were like, we don't want to raise our kids here. We want something better for them. And so mm-hmm. they were out in search of, of that and, and more opportunity. It was uh, 
the early 80s and they were, you know, they were looking for, for work. Sure. Um, and I don't know, I think that, you know, growing up, I was encountering a lot of different people from different backgrounds and different um, lives and, and it, it was a catalyst for my imagination. Sure. Um, and I, I think I always considered myself a, a performer of some, of some form or another and, um, and I was always performing in some way or another, whether that be through the public um, education system mm-hmm. where I played three instruments or I was in a choir or I was part of the theater Would department. You play saxophone or some shit? Sax, clarinet, okay, flute. You do oh, yes, wow. I did. Always a woodwind player. I'll leave it at that. And so, you know, I, I think I... There was no denying, you know, early on that that's mm-hmm. where I was. I was something artistic. In some yeah. Way. Now, you know, did you always know you could sing, or did you develop that? Um, no, I, you know, I, I don't, I didn't know that I could sing. I thought, you know, I would sing by myself. <laughs> I would like hope sing that a new edition and shit. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, I was always a musician. I was a, you know, I, I was a musician pretty early on, and um, through that, I think I discovered that, you know, I could, I could hold a tune, and then. Okay. Through again through the public education system in high school and junior high school, mm-hmm. um, I had great music teachers and choir teachers, and mm-hmm. that's where it started. And then I I started to study um, more seriously um, after college. Because um, you were doing some theater when you were a kid, yeah, uh, children's theater and shit yeah, like that. I mean, in high school and yeah. community college, mm-hmm. um, I was a major. Uh, my my major in, in college at Cal State San Bernardino was. Theater in English. I mm-hmm. thought I was going to be a theater teacher. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, because in the state of California, you can't get um, your, your teaching um, accreditation in theater. You have to have it in something else. And then you can become a teacher of oh, theater. So I was going to be an English teacher who taught theater. That was what I thought I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, ABC came calling. So um, <laughs> They just knocked on the door, didn't right. they? Right. They were like, hey, <laughs> we need a little homosexual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You would uh, never be. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, long story short, I guess, was mm-hmm. that I always knew that this is what I was going to do, okay. and it felt like a calling, and it still feels like a calling. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, you said, so you said, I'm be interrupting you a lot, yeah, so please. forgive me. Um, so you said Guide ABC me. came. Yes. Talking. So what show was that? So um, in 1993, I auditioned for my very first pilot. Oh, really? Um, I had had an agent for, th- for three years at that point, mm-hmm. and... Um, I'd never, I'd commercial agent, um, and mm-hmm. I'd done theater, um, but I hadn't really done the whole TV thing. Okay. Um, I had done a guest spot on, um, on a series on Fox called Great Scott. Um, that's, <laughs> Great Scott. yeah, that starred Tobey <laughs> Maguire actually. Oh, did it? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, um. A, a, another short-lived series, which is a, mm-hmm. a, a running theme in my career. Um, <laughs> Starting to feel like the Grim Reaper. Like if I'm on it, it's over. Um, but um, but anyway, so that was how I got my SAG card. And the following pilot season was um, uh, I, I was presented with the script called uh, My So Called Life, and and I went through that process. And okay, historic beginner's luck. Historic. Really. It was historic. It was you know you know I I really believe that. Um, that whole, that old adage that, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you prepare yourself, you know, preparation, um, uh, matched with opportunity 
equals success. Absolutely. And so I, I had, I felt like I had, even though I was 19 years old, that mm-hmm. I had been preparing to play that part for about 19 years, yeah, for yeah, 19 yeah, yeah. years. And cause it felt like you, you know, you can tell when motherfuckers are acting. It, I just, I just remember being moved by somebody who was like me. And they were young because we're close to the same age. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit older, my fucking. <laughs> <But, laughs> I'm 44, but I just remember being moved by that. Seeing somebody who looks like me, if you will, you know, he pretty to me, but he looked like me, my fucking. He looked like me. <laughs> I, you know what I mean. I, he looks like me. I do know what screen, you mean, you know? and I, I, I know why. I know what you mean because I was moved mm-hmm. by the fact that someone who looked like me. Hmm was going to play this role hmm. because I w- would have loved to have had that yeah, for myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to have had the opportunity to be that for mm-hmm. someone else um, was incredibly moving for me. You know, uh, it's, it, was, it, it, it came with a, a sense of responsibility. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I'm not going to yeah, sit here and be sure. like, I didn't feel the weight of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, it was incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. It was um, inc- incredibly cathartic, and I've said mm-hmm. this in the past, to, to be able to walk through that experience mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. of being a, teen, a gay teenager mm-hmm. in high school and to l- use that experience and l- leave it there mm-hmm. and walk away from it. Okay. And whatever that pain was mm-hmm. or that experience was or the vulnerabilities or... Um, because uh, yeah, you had some really dramatic moments on there at times, and it was yeah, and 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 you know this is another running theme in my career, which is which I think is helpful to to talk about mm-hmm. is I don't know that Ricky was supposed to be as much of an integral part of that series as uh, he ended up being. You think in the pilot you just stood out a lot? You think it was I I you know if you if you go back and watch the pilot, mm-hmm. he, that character is really in service of. Claire. I'm um, not even Claire. Oh, yeah. Of Rayanne. Right. Yeah, yeah. She, he, he is there to, I mean, I think he actually, if I remember correctly, when the, in, the, in the description of the mm-hmm. character, they actually said he was Rayanne's sidekick. Uh, so, okay. you know, you have Claire, and Claire is the main character, and then she has a, a supporting actress who's playing her best friend, and mm-hmm. so I'm a supporting, supporting character. Mm-hmm. And I think something happened uh, in that pilot. Um, they, you know... Winnie saw something and Scott Winant and uh, Marshall and Ed saw something that intrigued them and, mm. um, and, and they wanted to go there. Okay. Um, I mean, they knew he was going to be a part of the show. He was a series regular. It wasn't okay. like he was like a recurring guest star. But, mm-hmm. um, but I think he ended up being more central than they figured. Okay. And, and that was really exciting to see happen. And I think, and you know, you were taught, let's go back to your, your point, which is, a lot of that came from the fact that Winnie and I became close. Ashley became close with oh. many of the of the the actors on the show, but mm-hmm. you know, I think she was intrigued by my own personal story and drew inspiration from that. Ah, oh, okay. And um, and where it wasn't, whereas it wasn't, um, you know, verbatim sure. my experience. I think it inspired, inspired her storytelling, mm-hmm. um, and I think she saw that I was willing to go there and okay. wanted to go to go there and. Um, and felt compelled to really go there because I remember saying to her um, in at the audition, actually my very last audition for her before I went to pilot. Well, let uh, me let me back yeah. you up. Since we have a lot of actors on, and I got my man sitting in yeah. with us. 
What was the pro- did you remember? What was the process like for you uh-huh. doing the audit? How many steps did you have to go through before you got the call saying, you know, you got the part? Well, um, you know, auditioning for a pilot, <laughs> it's like uh, it's it's rigorous. It's mm-hmm. a rigorous um, uh, uh, process. You know, mm-hmm. I it, especially for an unknown actor. Sure, um, I I read for uh, Mary Goldberg's assistant Mm -hmm. and then i read for mary goldberg herself the Mm -hmm. casting director and then the casting direct mary brought me in to meet um with winnie okay and then winnie (laughs) brought me in to meet with marshall and ed okay and then okay wait for it right and then i read for the network and in the end the network has the final say Mm -hmm. um that being said, I think that the network, because of their history with Marshall and Ed and Winnie, were going to go with who they, what you know, okay. their their they trusted them, their sure. instincts, um, and you know, uh, I remember who you know they, they brought two of us to to audition for mm. for Ricky and um, you don't have to say who that person is. Is he still working? You he is. He's actually I see him all the time. Okay, he's a great. Say, he's a, sometimes a motherfucker make it and the other motherfucker. He's don't. a great actor. Um, <laughs> And um, and we talk about it all the time. And he, you know, he's lovely. He was the first first one to say, you know, that was. And this is the lesson. This is a good lesson for mm-hmm. for actors. Is you're going to get the part that's yours, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it's just about going through that process mm-hmm. for the other person, right? Yeah. About learning that process of about being in front of those people, Absolutely. and then something comes out of that. Mm-hmm. But if it's your job, it's your job, and. It, there's no need for the backbiting yeah. or the jealousy or mm-hmm. the envy. You know, I'm friends with, I would say, most of the people. When I go to an audition, I see the same people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, reunion time. Sure. Hey, Jay, mm-hmm. how you doing, boo-boo? You know what I mean? Or Wilson Heredia or, you know, Alec Mappa or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, it's like we're, we all bring something differently. So sure. it's it's whatever they need in that, in, in that moment okay. for that part. And... um and so anyway, I, you know, that's the way I, I look at it. And so if... That takes the pressure off you, though, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, and it Because, should. you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, my, my treasure is already there. Mm-hmm. It's just about me being willing and able to go pick it up, mm. right? See, and being, some more game. And, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. and being av- available to it, mm-hmm. right? And being open to it and being grateful for the opportunity, okay. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the opportunity is just being in front of those people mm-hmm. because they're going to remember you and bring you well, back. Well, let me tell you, since we're talking to actors today, <clears throat> from somebody who's... Are you starting to produce? I know you keep talking about you going to do it. You need to yes. get into the shit. Well, this is why we need to talk. Yes. <laughs> but look, because look. Yeah, the, answer, the, short answer to, the short answer to that question is yes. Cool, cool. Let, let me give you guys some game. All right. With somebody who was a former actor myself, who is now on the other side, you know, sitting there watching the casting, seeing you guys come in. <sighs> listen, oh listen to me, kids. I'm telling you. Every actor, and I don't care if you beg a casting director, you need to sit in and read for them and see what the actors are doing. And I know you can relate to this because you've been lucky enough to land tons and tons of jobs. The person, you guys hear this all the time, the person who comes in the room with a job walks in the fucking door. Just walks in. I'm like, oh, they got the part. They haven't read fucking shit. There's just an aura. There's a confidence. There's something about them. They come in the door, and believe me, Every motherfucker that comes in, we're hoping that's them. Right. P- 
People think, oh, they just don't like us or they were rude to us or whatever. It's like, no, motherfucker, we want everybody to walk in the door to get the part. Now, where I'm going with this is, just to piggyback on what you were saying, I always suggest to actors, when you go into an audition, go into that audition to do what you were just kind of starting to say. Go in there to prove to these casting directors, I might not be good for this one, but y'all motherfuckers going to be like, this dude was so, we got to find something for him. And it'll take all the pressure off you. You know what I mean? You won't be in there the whole time going, this is me. This is perfect for me. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. I can't tell you, <laughs> you know how many I mean? times. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've been doing this now for <laughs> Why are you 20, aging yourself? over 20 years. <laughs> and so I, I have met with most every casting director mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, you know, the heads of, of each Sure. Casting department at each network, um, every network now, because now there are more than three. When I started, there were three. Um, but anyway, um, you know, I can't tell you how many times I did not get the job they called me in for. Mm-hmm. And then I will get a call and be like, this, we, we want him for this. And, say, and it'll be yeah, a We want to save you for something It'll be a else. straight offer mm. sometimes, mm-hmm. right? It'll just be like... He wasn't right for that. And you, you hear it all the time when, when they call back and they're like, mm, it just wasn't the right fit, sure. but we're going to find something for him. Mm-hmm. And you think, mm, that's, that's just, you know, <laughs> that's bullshit. And it's happened. True. You know, um, Shonda Rhimes, there's a good, there's a good um, mm-hmm. example. Shonda Rhimes, I went in for Grey's Anatomy, I don't know, five times really? for okay. different roles. Never the right fit. Okay. Um, I moved to New York Hmm. Because I hadn't been working for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go and find me a play. I think I was in New York three months. I got a call from my agent. <laughs> you need to come back to LA. That a bitch. Shonda wants. Shonda just offered you a role on okay. Grey's Anatomy. I didn't read for it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They just knew who I was, mm-hmm. and they were like, we don't even need. To, we, we know mm-hmm. he's going to do this, mm-hmm. and I did do it. Because and, I'm gonna tell you, as a producer, sometimes you're looking for a Wilson Cruz type, right? So like, motherfucker, can we get Wilson? Can we afford right. Wilson? Well, that's funny <laughs> you know because I mean? my manager will act. No, sometimes it'll be in a breakdown, mm-hmm. and it'll say, you know, a Wilson Cruz type, and mm-hmm. my manager will call and say, well, you know, he's available. <laughs> <laughs> Have you called me first, Benjamin? <laughs> right, like, where did you yeah. think I went? Okay. Um, I'm still here, yes. damn it. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, so I don't oh, know how that, we got oh, off that was, on that. That's interesting. Well, we were just you know trying to find out the the, the insight on for for the actors who are listening. You know the process. Oh and yeah, got, and so you know. I, you know I think on on my so-called life, for instance, I don't think I I, I don't think he ended up. I don't think he was uh, originally supposed to be as much of the show. I, that's my that was my first job. Mm-hmm. In my last job. I can tell you, because you can talk to Margaret about it when, mm-hmm. when you speak to her, I don't think Kenji on Red Band Society oh, really? was supposed to be as much of part of the show okay. as he ended up being. Okay. He was, again, yeah. you know, the, the funny guy mm-hmm. who, who got to be sassy around Octavia. They, I think they ended up seeing that I was having fun. I was having a blast. And, and, that, and here's the key for the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I see my work as part of a puzzle, hmm. right? Um, and that's what I love about TV and about film, um, really about, it, about all of them, is that it, it, there are a team of people, sure. right? And I, my job as an actor is to find out what is my job in this script? Okay. What is it that, I'm, that this character is supposed to, um, what piece of the puzzle is he supposed to fill? Mm-hmm. Um, 
in Red Band, we were dealing with young people who were dealing with life-threatening diseases mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, um, and a an hospital staff that was dealing with, with that. That can be heavy mm-hmm. shit. Sure. It can be a lot for an hour. Mm-hmm. My job was to create the space for the audience to go there. Hmm. And what I mean by that is I was hilarious. Yeah. And I needed to be hilarious mm. so that when it got serious, mm-hmm. they weren't overwhelmed or exhausted sure. by all of the seriousness that came through mm-hmm. it. Now, did that mean that he was only ever going to be funny? Mm-hmm. No, I had some moments, you no, know, and I had the, to find them. Yeah, because the episode, one of my favorite ones, the one where, um, um, where she decided to sing... And yeah. you guys were like, you can't sing. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And, but there was a moment she started singing, and your shift that you did on screen was beautiful. There was just a moment where I was like, okay, my boy is in it right now. And, and can I tell you, that yeah. was not in the script. Really? It was something that happened in the moment. Hmm. And, um, and, and I remember it happening, and, um, and, and, the, and the producer coming up to me, Jason Ensler, saying, Whatever, wherever you are, hmm. keep keep going there. Okay. They didn't even know that's what they wanted. Because you were on a verge. You was like right on yeah, the edge. You know right. What I mean? And yeah. I don't think Kenji was the kind of guy who's going to just break down and cry. Sure. But I think he is the kind of person who is allowed to be moved, especially when it's when it when it had something to do with Nurse Jackson, who mm-hmm. was somebody who meant a great deal to him. Sure, sure. So that happened in in the moment. You know, and that's your job as an actor mm-hmm. is what what is your role here, and how do you um, fill that role? But also, how do you go beyond what's mm-hmm. been asked for? Mm-hmm. And because you only you know you know this person yeah. better than anybody. Someone mm-hmm. else is writing it, but what do you, what what are you bringing to it that's making it three dimensional? Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. They're writing nine characters probably on in this. In mm-hmm. this series, it's hard to make everyone three dimensional. They're, de- I think, as an actor, they're depending on you to infuse it with the whole spirit, absolutely. Especially on a series, because right. you can't put the whole kitchen sink in. You got to like it, let it spread over the thirteen yeah. episodes. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so for you as an actor, you have to dissect. Like, where can you fill up space? Yeah, you know what I mean, or find it in the moment, like yeah. you did. And you just happen to, yeah, go right. And sometimes it's be funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They f- wrote you a funny scene. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad that you're in a drama <laughs> and that you, that you have to be funny. Mm-hmm. You, you, they need you to be funny. Absolutely. You're you know what I mean? Puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think they saw that, to go back to my point, sure, which sure. is they saw, oh, okay, we need this. Mm-hmm. So let's continue. I was, only, I was originally only supposed to be guaranteed six episodes. I ended up doing far more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, f- I gave them something they didn't even know they wanted hmm. or needed. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and that's my job, right? He didn't mention the fact he has seen Stiller, too. That's sometimes that helps. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> You're like, who's this bitch? Who's this bitch keeps Stiller the scene? Damn, we got to put him in next week, don't we? <laughs> it's funny that you said it. Now I can talk about it. But um, I think uh, it was like the. One of the episodes that's about to air, one of the last ones, mm-hmm. in a scene with Dave Annabelle and with Rebecca Rittenhouse, mm-hmm. and they, they, um, they're having this moment, right? And at the very end of it, I come in mm-hmm. 
and say something funny. And uh, <laughs> and Dave Dave hadn't even looked at the scene. We're like going through a reading it, and we read through the scene before we start blocking it. And he goes, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" <laughs> We're going to go through all these three pages, <laughs> and then she's going to come in here and be funny and steal the whole scene. No, I'm not having it. That's and hilarious. He was, joking, he was joking, of course. But, you know, but, you know they, come, they come to depend on you for that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I think that's my job. I think your job is to look at the puzzle, see the beauty in it, and see what your part is mm-hmm. and make it three-dimensional. Now, see, that's, that's a very t- profound. Absolutely. Really see, is. that's a tone thing. They're letting you know we can have a dramatic moment, but this is kind of a dramedy. We have to have an element. The whole scene cannot last as a drama. Right. Somewhere in there, you have to put in a little bit. You have You need to. a button. You need somebody to come in and change the tone. It's like life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, we don't go through our lives crying and... <laughs> well, I don't know. Something. Well, just be on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, woe is me all the time. And we don't go through our lives laughing true guffawing the whole mm-hmm. time you know there's there's a balance you know it's how we get through mm-hmm. right um so i think you need that in your in your work as well that's, those are the jobs that that i have the most fun in right sure, sure. not you know this is the most you know this is a very dramatic moment in the piece and you know it's about crying i'm like no the scene is not about crying mm-hmm. the scene's never about the crying no is what I tell my actor friends. It's never about the crying. The crying happens. The, the actors give them, put themselves, so, put so much pressure on themselves mm-hmm. to find a, to make a, some water fall out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many times I have watched a performance and and seen somebody crying their eyes out and not believe <laughs> not a, nothing. a piece of it. Nothing. That it was all about getting that water mm-hmm. in their eyes. And I don't care about the water. Mm-hmm. What I care about is. Did that person connect to the other person in that mm, scene sure. and, and create the moment that was asked for? Well, because we all know it's way more powerful for an actor to be on the verge of tears than to actually have a tear. But, and here's the thing. If you do that, mm-hmm. if you create the moment and the connection with the other person in the scene, mm-hmm. the tears will probably come. Mm-hmm. Sure. Demi Moore and Ghost took out that bitch, just worked that one, just yeah. bow. I right. was like, that bitch you is think, real, too, wasn't you, you think, <laughs> I tell people all the time, do you think that Denzel Washington sat mm. there and thought about having one single tear mm-hmm. fall out of his eye mm-hmm. when he was being whipped in glory? Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-mm. He was infused with the spirit of thousands of, right. of his Reason descendants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what he, you, you hear him talk about it, he wasn't thinking about that. No. He was so connected to that moment Mm -hmm. that it didn't matter Mm -hmm. what happened whatever it was that happened in that moment was going to move us because it was honest it just happened that it was a tear because i (laughs) teach yeah because i teach and i always teach writers not to actually say that your character's crying i I always say it's okay for them to be on the verge to that their their eyes are welling because what happens is and maybe it's just me thinking from when I was an actor, but a lot of it is me being a producer and seeing actors come in when a, when a, writer, when a writer has written them somebody, and they're all <laughs> trying so hard to get to this place. And then that one person comes in and they're like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to play this straight. Um, and I'm like, that's the bitch you got is, the role. <laughs> what is his name? He's a mm-hmm. um, great actor. He's also a tap dancer. That's what I'm, I'm connecting to right now. Um, What's he on? 
Black dude, white dude? White dude, older dude. Oh. Oh, it's driving oh, me crazy. Uh, uh, he was, Willem Dafoe? Not Willem Dafoe. No, uh, he was just uh, in... He's an amazing dancer, tap dancer. Yes. Old and uh, the father of someone as well. Was he just in the Peter Pan movie? Playing the hook? Yes, playing hook? Yes. Oh, what, yeah, that's what, what, what I'm it? talking about. Uh, What's his name? It's driving me crazy. Shit. Oh, this is embarrassing. Anyway. Yes. I was what I was listening to an interview, and it's, somebody's going real mad what, listening to this, and I don't mean to disrespect. I, I just had a I'm having a brain fart. Um, God, he's in everything too. I can't remember. Well, look him up while you yeah, have yeah, a computer yeah. in front of you. But let me tell this story. So he was in an interview, um, and he, somebody asked him. I think it was an inside the actor studio, mm-hmm. and somebody asked him about what his prep process is and all of that. And he said the very first Chris, Christopher. Walking, walking. Walk Thank it. you. Woo. Okay. <laughs> I'm saved. He, um, the first thing he does when he gets a script mm-hmm. is he blacks out all of the stage directions, mm. all of them. I've heard of a few people who do that. Anything that says, you know, he cries here, yeah, 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 yeah. or you know, whatever describes the emotional moment of that scene, hmm. he he will cross it out and okay. black it out because he's like. If it's written well, mm-hmm. if the scene is written well, I don't. You don't need to tell me that that's what's happening. It's going to happen in the scene, sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't happen, then that's not what the scene was about. Mm. Hmm. That's right. Right. So why put on this false facade? Um, you know, facade of what the scene is. Write the scene, write what the scene is. Mm-hmm. And th- if you hire the, the right two actors, that scene is, is going to be what it is. Sure. So we silly. Yes, we're back. We're back. We're acting a fool. <laughs> we had to interrupt that little moment there. <laughs> My girl, Lisa Bolacaja, everybody, who, 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 she just stepped in the door. Child, I was flying down that freeway. <laughs> For what? Why is somebody here? No. Yes. Melissa <laughs> Cruz is here. <laughs> You know about who's that? There's somebody I've That's been watching cousin. his career for like forever. Because <laughs> no, he's old as dirt. No, no. <laughs> he just turned 41. Like, look at like he's 12 he... up in here. Don't Shut, he? up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just flying down from work. You know, everybody knows my day job. I run an outdoor science school. So I teach mm-hmm. little sixth graders mm-hmm. outdoors in the mountains, in the wilderness. <laughs> and uh, today was Friday. So today we have our line dancing. So we packed our bag. No, look, we Cute. packed our bags. And then we like. Clear out the dining hall. Mm-hmm. We put the speakers up. We was throwing down. And I, you know what, people, <laughs> people, I'm disturbed. You guys don't let your children dance anymore. They don't. They just Child, stiff, don't they? Look, I mean, I go, we like, get twerk, but that ain't I, no dancing, okay, bitch. Like, gonna, <laughs> what do you people do anymore? Like, children are supposed to dance. So it took a little longer. And no, we taught them the dances. Like, mm-hmm. we show it to them. But it took a while. Child, come on. Electric slide. Everybody should have that encoded you know in their DNA. You are not a human being. Until you know. First of all, what I are you going to do at a wedding? I, okay. Really? Stand yeah. in the corner? Live dancing <laughs> okay. makes the world go around. Like okay. that. Well, some of them, thank Get God. your back up off the wall. Yeah. Thank God someone knew how to do the shuffle. Thank God they knew that. But it was like the basic dancing and moving and it was but some of them were really good and some of them were just hey so Aww. people let your babies dance <laughs> that's what's up. so that's lisa bolacaja y'all it. movement arts i love you know what i'm saying yes. yes you know what i'm saying yes so we were talking with wilson um 
just to bring you up to par, we were just talking about my so called life, and we we're we we're st- we just kind of jumping around, just having a ball, just talking about shit. I think so, yeah, my so called was the first time I ever saw you on TV at all. That was basically the first time and I was, was on like, TV. I mean, well, I'm sure you would. I did one. No, I did one. I was telling them earlier. I had done one thing. I had done a recurring role on a series called Great Scott, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I saw that show, like it was. My so-called life. I don't know if y'all know this mm-hmm. at the time because TV has changed so much. Sure, but it was one of the most realistic depictions of like teenagers. Like I loved every single character on there. Mm-hmm. When they had Wilson on there, I was like so happy. I was like, oh my god, who is this person? So I've been following you a long time. Thank you. Well, I was I- telling them it was the first time I saw somebody who looked like me oh, playing god. a gay character yes. who was open, yes. who was confident, yes. you know, all that. Well, that he got there. Weird. Yeah, he got there eventually, and yeah. I, then that was the and that was the point was we wanted okay. to show somebody who clearly was not in their body uh-huh. or confident or right. owning who they were, right? right. And the, in 19 episodes, we mm-hmm. managed to get him, I don't know how we did it, <laughs> yeah. to get him to a point where he was, right? right. And you, even at, you know, as short-lived as that series was, mm-hmm. I think when, when it ended, you knew that Ricky was on his way. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. He was going to be all right. He's, He's going to be all right. right. And yeah. that, yeah. look, I got chills. Okay. Okay. That's what I, that was my whole point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That was what yeah. we wanted you did to that. convey. You did yeah, that. you did that. You did because that. even back then, I was working, I've always been working with children, but I always mm-hmm. worked in education. And one of the things we're dealing with now is because, I mean, I know a lot of people heard about the Leela Alcorn yes. uh, situation and just a lot of stuff. And one of the problems now is we have such a, I don't know, we have such a strong binary on how children are supposed to be, mm-hmm. and we are stifling so much creativity, we're crippling so many children, mm-hmm. and when that show came out, I was working at a performing arts school in San Diego, and it was like one of the most eye-opening shows, because I'm going back to work going, you kids, you gotta <laughs> watch the show, you gotta watch, especially my babies who were like, my, mm-hmm. my, who were just discovering themselves, some of them weren't even coming out yet, sure. some of them were like, if I say anything to anybody, they're gonna kick me out of my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that one little show was like, even though it was like a, a, a small character, it was such a big character for so many of my little babies back sure. at SCPA, San Diego School Arts. <laughs> but it was like, please watch this show. And mm-hmm. like you said, even though it was short-lived, you, don't, you, I'm, I, you can't even imagine what a huge impact that show had on so many people, you know, especially my young babies. I always who, forget that it, yes. I thought it was on for seasons. That's I how know. powerful That's it how was. That's how powerful it was. Well, it was, you know I mean? it was 19 episodes, but and we were canceled. Um, Bitches. But you know, MTV picks it up right away, mm-hmm. and then they it was like on a on a loop over there because mm-hmm. it was before they had any mm-hmm. original program right. programming. I think all they had was like the real world, and so it was us and the real world and music videos. Right. So and they was, didn't even know they didn't know how to handle that. Right. And then there. after that, it was like you know on different networks, and mm-hmm. then it was on Netflix for right. years. And mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, go so that's it. why if it's on Netflix. Yes. You guys need to I don't go think back it's on that. anymore. <sighs> I know. But there's a box set. You can still get the box set, boobies. And please do, because I still get 25 cents. Okay. Love. Okay. Love. I got got laundry to do. He got to go to the laundromat, bitch. Please, come on. (laughs) Let's keep it real. So, um, and we were starting to talk a little bit about your show. You know what I mean? So... We can get into that a little bit. About the red band? Yeah, about the red band. Yeah. We can talk about that. Okay. So... How did you get the show? What happened? Oh, oh, so I auditioned for... (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say, let me preface that, because before you came in, we were talking about sometimes you offered a few jobs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I had... I should go back. I I left the industry. Not really left. I stepped back a bit for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, You went back home? To work at GLAAD. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. And so... I was I was acting as national spokesperson for Glad, um, and 
and raising money for them. And, and really, I should say, the reason why I took that job was um, I saw an opportunity for me to walk into offices that I would never, as an actor, mm-hmm. be invited to, right. mm-hmm. to have conversations about diversity mm-hmm. that I would never be allowed to have <laughs> as, just, okay. as just an actor, right? Sure, sure. But, you know, they gave me a little title and, stu- okay. and shit, and I felt cute. Because <laughs> <And> so- <laughs> you, you guys came to the Writers Guild and talked to us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I you know... It, executive offices at NBC that I didn't even know existed. Okay. And yes, and, and ABC and, and, you know, spoke to people like Nina Tesler and on and on. Um, and, and had real conversations about why it's important to mm-hmm. have um, a diverse mm-hmm. um, cast on your show mm-hmm. um, and tell diverse stories. Sure. Anyway, all of that to say, so I was, I wasn't really auditioning at all. I, you know, I didn't have the time. I was have, I really had a nine to six job oh, that wow. had me traveling across the country mm-hmm. a lot. And all um, kind of award shows and yes. shit. I sent you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got the videotape. And you know, I was <laughs> appearing on, I was being asked to be on CNN and mm-hmm. on MSNBC to mm-hmm. talk about whatever, you know, daily drama there was in the LGBT community sure. at the time, which was uh, a learning experience on its own. <laughs> um, and I loved every moment of it, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. But you know, I'm still, I'm still an artist at heart. And I, I was like, you know, after two years, I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'm feeling a little light today. <laughs> you know, and we, you know, they, they Glad was looking for a president when they hired a president. Mm. I was like, mm, you know, I think, <laughs> I, think I, I think I did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I now I have to hand it over mm-hmm. and let her do he passed her thing. The Dutch even the left hand side. And I still work with them. I'm not walking mm. away completely. Anyway, all of that to say, so I got this audition for um, for the show mm-hmm. and. You know, it was like you know, it, you you saw what was in the you know in the mm-hmm. pilot. I was the character was barely in the pilot. Um, I really, like I said earlier, didn't don't think they ever planned for him to be as much of a part of the show as he. Became. But I mentioned that he has seen still, and he know it. But. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so anyway, auditioned. Uh, come to find out, uh, well, so Margaret, mm-hmm. I knew that Margaret had had written the the pilot, and Margaret was our science teacher on my so called life. Mm-hmm. She, she was right. a recurring character yeah. on my, on mm-hmm. early on in my so-called life, and we had stayed in touch for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I got the audition, I didn't call her up and be like, hey, girl, I'm coming in for your show. <laughs> um, I just went in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I had other stuff going on, and I went in, and apparently Cammie Patton, um, who um, cast the, the, the pilot, called mm-hmm. Margaret and said, guess who came in today um, <laughs> for Kenji? And Margaret was like, who? And... Uh, uh, and Cam said, "Oh, Wilson Cruz came in." She's and Margaret was like, "Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> send everybody, send everybody home. Just give it to Wilson." She was like, "He was really great." She was like, "I know, I know." I'm just <laughs> so and you can ask her about it. She was like, she just was mortified, and I was like, I didn't expect you know Margaret Nagel to be like, "I got a role for you on my show." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it happened. Okay. Yeah, um, and then. You know, once we did the pilot and it got picked up, they uh, ABC, um, who produced the show, made a deal for me to do at least six episodes, and that's how it all came yeah. out. That's but you know, we—it wasn't really fleshed out. I think, I think we, I think Octavia and I um, decided who he was pretty like on the first scene. Okay. We were like, we knew who these people were to each other. Mm-hmm. We had decided pretty early on that they had a long history and mm-hmm. who they were to each other, and. It's very cool. I will say this: what was re- what, 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 which was an awesome experience was once we knew we were going to series, um, 
Margaret brought me into the writing room. Oh, really? And so I met with all of the writers. And it was so awesome as an actor to mm-hmm. sit there and talk to them and have them ask me who I thought he was. Wow. wow. So they could add that yeah. in. And luckily... I had done all of that work already, and like you know, <laughs> you know, you're like, let me um, get my book. character bible. Right. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know, basically, I was like, here, who, here, this is how I think he came to this hospital. Okay. This is who I think, this is who Octavian I think he is mm-hmm. to, um, to who they are to each other, and why he does this, and who he is to these kids, and. And, you know, I had fleshed this out. Whether or not they were going to use all of that is not important. What's important is that I was able to have that conversation with the writers. Because it's Uh, that subtext. Because even though they have a lot of backstory that we don't see, Mm -hmm. you're bringing that energy to that performance. So when you see it, you know there's some other levels going on on that scene. Yeah, and there was stuff that, you know, I think we were going to get to. Um, had we been given the opportunity. By the way, we were canceled two days ago. Bitches. And, uh, <laughs> I said it. Um, well, no one wants shows find their audience. Like Everything nobody. is like, you got to be blowing up in two, two episodes, and that's Stupid. it. Like, but here's really? the thing. you know, We did find an audience. Mm-hmm. It was a loyal audience. Mm-hmm. Were they watching the show live? No. no and that's the problem. I'm guilty of that because I was DVR no, too. So I, feel I mean, no. I understand that. And But I think that the, the industry mm-hmm. as a whole is in this moment where they're trying to figure out the value okay. of viewership within three to seven days to 30 days. Sure, what sure. is the value mm-hmm. to a network and its advertisers when a viewer watches the show mm-hmm. outside of the live okay. airing? Um, and it's really unfair to the shows that are on the air right now because I don't know that the network has figured out Oh, it's worth this much to us, and I'm talking about dollars, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. right? right. Um, you know, eyes on advertising. Mm-hmm. What that means, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but we had a young, loyal, incredibly passionate audience. Absolutely. Um, and it was growing. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I implore, and I'm, I know, you know, who, who am I? Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But I, I, you know, I, I, I implore the networks and advertisers to um, to take a look at these numbers Mm -hmm. and figure out how come to terms with how important these numbers are, right? right? Or find a way to monetize it, right? Yeah, Um, because we we were in a creative industry. Mm -hmm. Let's be creative Mm -hmm. about. about how we place value on sure. viewership. Sure. Um, so anyway, um, it, I, I by no means feel it was a, a failure at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were, you know, I'm still hearing from people who are very upset about it. So, yeah. um, you know, at the very least, and this is what I, this has been my mantra, it has um, reintroduced me to people after a few years okay. of, of mm-hmm. doing my my activism and mm-hmm. um, they put you back on the map, right? And people are like, "Oh, right, that bitch is funny." If a scene is written to be stolen, it is my job Get to steal. It is my job <laughs> to steal. Who am I to deny the audience <laughs> and the writer who tell, wrote it? Tell it. Tell it. 
yeah, the opportunity right. to have this thing mm-hmm. stolen. And you know what? If you're a good actor, you mm-hmm. want somebody who's going to bring it yes. because it's going to force you to bring something back mm-hmm. at them. And mm-hmm. Octavia would, she would literally roll out the red carpet for me. She mm-hmm. was like, "Yes, boo, do you go, go there?" Ahead, Octavia, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. All of them were. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but you know, speaking of activism, um, I I I don't view my my work. Um, as an LGBT activist and my work as an actor or mm. performer, that much differently. I actually feel explain that. Explain it. Well, you know, when I when I look at a at a role, mm-hmm. right? Um, most of them, all of them at this point, have been uh, I've been playing a gay man, right? Okay. And um, that portrayal and being in people's homes mm-hmm. on television or being in an intimate space in a theater mm-hmm. um, with them, with an audience, um, allows me to um, be for some people who don't even know a, a, sure. a gay man, mm-hmm. um, for them to walk out of that theater or turn off their television now knowing somebody mm-hmm. who is gay, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Love you that. Can no, yeah. Yes. You can no longer, mm-hmm. if, you, if I'm on a show you are watching, mm-hmm. you can no longer say, that you don't know a gay person. Say that. Wow. Right? It's, so that's the, I gotta it's not say that. And, yeah. and that was, that is also how I viewed my work asking the networks for more of that opportunity. Okay. Right? It wasn't just about, oh, Wilson needs a jab. It was, let's have more people of color who mm-hmm. are LGBT. Right. Let's have more women. Thank you. <laughs> let's, you know, let's have more young people. Right. Let's have more older people yes. who are LGBT. Let's talk about people living with HIV. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a place for documentary, for that kind of storytelling, mm-hmm. but there's also a place for um, fiction. Mm-hmm. And fiction um, has an ability to touch somebody's heart. And with all of the picket signs and the <laughs> yelling and the screaming and the legislation in the world, mm-hmm. you can change the laws. Absolutely. But the only way you can change a person's heart is if you make them feel something, right? right? right. And that well is the well place, said. that's, that's, that's where art comes in. That's right. And if you're doing it right, mm-hmm. you can entertain someone and educate them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so my work as an actor and my work as an activist really go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so I see them as the same job in okay. many ways. Now, does that mean that, you know, my, the characters I play are sitting there, you know, uh, uh, lecturing people? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's allowing people to see me and my experience or the experience of people I know um, to let them see that and experience it through that, that okay. piece of work. And that, to me, is, is, well, is let me, also let me activism. Ask you, do, you, do you feel... Because <clears throat> I know you're offered a lot of parts, right? Well, I, I, get, I get offered a lot of auditions for parts, okay. yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. Do you find yourself saying no yes. to a lot of them because they're not representing what you want to see, or what do you think? No, that's not why I say no to things. Okay. I say no to things if I don't think I can fix them. Mm-hmm. I usually go into, I usually read something and go, okay, that's not quite it. Mm-hmm. But there's something there. Okay. Can I can I make it what I feel I need it to be? Mm-hmm. And will they will they agree with me? That, <laughs> right. 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 So my job as an actor at an audition is not just to 
uh, go in there and, and play the role, but to show them what I, how I would do it. Okay. Um, is a great, here's a good example. Mm-hmm. So I went in for an HBO series just mm-hmm. recently um, that I did not get cast in. Bitches. Um, but <laughs> I said it. But <laughs> I, I put myself on tape and, wa- and, and I wanted it. Um, and I had, two opp- I, had, I, I had two choices. I could either go in there and give them what I think I they I think, wanted. Are we talking about looking? Because them bitches need no. to hire you. No, okay. no, 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 no. It wasn't looking. Um, it's, a new, it's a new thing. Um, mm-hmm. I could either go in there and give them what I thought they wanted, mm-hmm. which I wasn't going to be good at. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I want you to hear that. No, that's I was important. not going to be good at mm-hmm. what they think they want. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was going to be really good at what I thought I could do with it. Hmm. Hear that actor? Which was going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wh- whether or not they wanted it was mm-hmm. not up to me. Sure. My job was like, this is, what I, this is how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just and then and then if I do that, if I walk into a meeting like that or an audition like that and do that, then I can walk out of there feeling really good. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I get the job doing that, then there's no nervousness mm-hmm. on my part, feeling like I have to live up to some expectation mm-hmm. that I may or may not be able to fulfill. Sure. Because I've told I've already told them what I want to do or mm-hmm. how I want to do it, yeah. and they've said yes. Mm-hmm. Good point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I can then I am free mm-hmm. to be creative and sure. and create. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, it's it's a it's a small adjustment in, in the way that you do your work, um, but it's a big one when it comes to, to in terms of doing the work. Sure. Um, and then you know, and then my friend Jack Plotnick taught me something that I, I you know, like ten years ago, I took a class with him, and he taught me something about auditioning and just our work in general, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're working in comedy, is tickle yourself. Like if you you know mm. if you can tickle yourself, mm-hmm. you're gonna tickle the audience. Funny, mm-hmm. that's cute. Mm-hmm. That's a right? simple yeah. little thing too. Yeah. And if they don't, then you tickled yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, I laughed. I laughed. I laughed. I can't funny. tell you how many times in on Red Band Society alone I tickled myself. That's funny. I would do stuff that you know just because I was like, well, I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Until the director moved me in another place, right? right. And then, you know, and they'll tell you, yeah. like, no, don't do that. And it sounds to me also. I did a bell kick once, and they were like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop. Man, it's, like, I've been practicing this okay, bell kick. It's, 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 too much. it's too much. It's too much. It sounds like also when you're going on auditions, it sounds like you are really thinking in terms of the emotional investment you want to make and putting extra. Like you said, when there's something, you're like, is there something I might not be able to fix? Do you want to emotionally invest in that time and energy? Because yes. I think it's a lot of hard work oh, to right. create so a character. That's right. So I, I kind of got off. Yes. I, I will say no to stuff. If mm-hmm. A, clearly, you know, it's not real to me and, mm-hmm. you know, the gay character or that this character is um, not a, a, a three-dimensional person and they're not going to allow me to do that mm-hmm. or make him one, then okay, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Um let me ask you. Yeah. Let, me, let me just clarify, because you have done characters where you've done drag. Oh yeah. Now, how do you feel about those? Are you are you more delicate with those particular characters? Um, do you feel I, like you owe that to the transgender? I I'm more. Or what do you think? I am more um, delicate now than I was 
10, 15 years okay. ago, which is when I, I played my, uh, my two um, transgender characters, mm-hmm. oh, Rent, obviously, mm-hmm. and then on Ally McBeal. Shouldn't he have to sing us out with that Rent song? Shouldn't he? Oh, no, he should not. It's in a contract, bitch. It's right. in a contract. Oh, okay. I didn't sign anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, but no, so, so all that to say, you know, back then I was less aware of transgender rights sure. and people. And, and nowadays... I feel like if you are casting a transgender character, I think you should cast a transgender actor. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, I, I, I always think that the best actor should play the role. I just feel like there are so many great transgender actors out there hmm. um, that we should, they okay. should have Orange the op- new black they bitch. should have the opportunity <laughs> yeah. to play those roles. Yeah. Now, <laughs> that being said, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Tambor okay. is oh, and transparent killing, killing it. it. Oh. Yes, is killing all of it mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto, I felt was was mm-hmm. fantastic, mm-hmm. and I think they, I think both of them. If were, you commit, were, yeah, right. we're truly right. trying to mm-hmm. tell those stories. Um, so this role that I was just talking about for HBO was oh, really? a drag queen. Okay. It was not transgender. It was drag queen. Um, and I thought about it a lot before I went in or put myself on tape. And so I you, do, I'm you, a little more sensitive about it. You, I couldn't go full. I couldn't go full drag because I was in the middle of shooting okay. um, Red Band and mm-hmm. I couldn't shave. <laughs> so I was giving bitch in a wig with a beard. Yeah, <laughs> I was giving bearded lady. I was like Kathy Bates okay. in American Horror Story. Yeah, same, but yeah, um, nice. but I you know. Also, let's talk about the, the physical limitations of yeah. me playing a trans person mm-hmm. right now. You know, because he's swole, y'all. My man, all kind of muscles and stuff. But you know, I would have to. I would have. I would have to lose a considerable amount of weight sure. to to be feminine. Mm-hmm. You know, in those characters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, I, I'm a little. I'm I'm a little careful when it comes to playing transgender and okay. or drag queen roles right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 115 pounds when oh I was doing God. rent and, and I was, and I was giving you legs for days <laughs> <laughs> and had a blast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, t- the two of my favorite experiences mm-hmm. ever, ever, you know, and I, and I feel like I did them justice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. How long were you doing rent? How long did you do that for? Uh, What's it like being on Broadway? What's amazing. Like? I was in rent. Well, I t- it was over the span of two years, mm-hmm. and I did it for a year and six months. Wow. Over a span of two years, I took six months off mm-hmm. to do a film with Angela Bassett um, mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, what's it like? It's eight shows a week. So your vocals got to be on point. Your vocals have to be on point, but (laughs) you physically, you know, people think, but that's it. This is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. People think, oh, it's just two hours and it's two hours of work a day. No, no. Your day literally has to be built around you being at your physical and vocal peak at eight o'clock. Which means you have to wake up at a certain time, you have to eat Regiment, at a certain huh? time, you have to not eat at a certain time, you have to go to the <laughs> gym at a certain time, you have to take a nap. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing a musical, especially um, in a role as taxing as Angel was, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had to be the sunshine of the world okay. for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, 
all of that being said, I was 25 years old. So I had a little more energy than I, <laughs> a little more than I do now. Um, and, and I, like, had, I can kick my leg, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had the most, the most amazing time. It was a, literally a dream mm-hmm. come true. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I, 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 my hero was Rita Moreno oh, yeah. and, sure. um, you know, being a young Puerto Rican boy who wanted to be an actor. And so she <laughs> was everything. I literally played Rita Moreno. That's who I was. Yes. That's uh-huh. who, who I was playing in my head. Okay. okay. You know, mm-hmm. when I was dancing, when she was dancing, I was dancing like Rita Moreno. I had a little, I put in a little salsa in there. <laughs> Michael Greif allowed me to mm-hmm. infuse a little of that in there. And we changed it up a bit, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to make it my own. And what was great about, about my experience was I didn't go straight into the Broadway show. I, I created the West Coast premiere. I, I was part okay. of the West Coast premiere. Mm-hmm. So I got to go through that rehearsal process and develop the character and do you know a, do previews experiment. and mm-hmm. experiment, mm-hmm. and then we did two months, I think, or a month or two in La Jolla before we even came to the oh, Amundsen. We kind of workshopped it a little bit down right? on my side of the woods, <laughs> Diego, yes. San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then and then was here for a month, okay. and two of the <laughs> two weeks of that month here at the Amundsen Theater, I was in drag. About 24 hours a day because I was doing yeah. Alan McBeal during the day. Oh, And then that Alan they would Gilman, come and pick yeah. me up and shoot me down to the Amundsen Theater mm-hmm. so that I could do the show. So, I mean, I was in heels and makeup for two weeks. I don't know how you <laughs> bitches do it. <laughs> I don't ever have to do that again. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah. not all day. Yeah. My toes. <laughs> Do you still have your toes? I mean, <laughs> so, you know, but it was, it was fun. It was fun. And I'm glad I was 25 when I did it because I had the energy to do it. That's what's up. Well, let me ask you one last question before we wrap it up, um, before our next guest gets here. What, yeah, um, yours. Let me just ask you about working with writers from an actor's mm. point of view, things that you like and the type of projects you want writers to write. Yes. That's, that's Put on like your activist whole, head and your actor you know, a head, long if you will. show. Okay, so the shows, I guess the only way I can, I can answer that question is um, to tell you the shows that I enjoy. Okay. Right? What I, what I love to see as a viewer, but also as an actor, what I wish I were on. Mm. My shows right now are, the sh- are shows in which um, you, you, each character is on, is, is on, a, on a hero's journey. Mm. Right, and um, and you see them develop, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, people people make such um, uh, what's the word um, decisions about the shows they like based on on the first two episodes, and I'm yeah. like, that's where you know, if it's a good show, that's where that character and that show has is beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm if it's good, I'm in I'm I'm enthralled, mm-hmm. and I'm I want to know what's happening. Um, but I'm intrigued about where it's going. And mm-hmm. a good writer, a good writing team, especially on TV, um, is going to let me in on this, you know, is, is, is putting seeds down, you know, letting mm-hmm. me know breadcrumbs that mm-hmm. this is where we're going in that pilot. Mm-hmm. So my shows right now are The Good Wife, okay. which mm-hmm. if you look at that Juliana Margulies <laughs> character to where she is <laughs> now? right now... Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's almost like she's playing two mm-hmm. different characters, yet they're grounded in, in that person. In, mm-hmm. Like, you believe that, that she has become that person. Right. Um, the Affair. Oh, my God. 
That is so sexy to me. That show, the affair with the um, the fact that you get to see the same story told from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, Madonna. Oh, okay, we got Madonna playing in the background over here. Um, <laughs> transparent, which you, you know, people go into thinking it's about it's about the Jeffrey Tambor character, mm-hmm. but it's really about that family, that family mm-hmm. dynamic. Yeah. And, you know, that ensemble mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking for that. I'm looking for um, writers and and story <clears throat> stories told by writers who know that it's not about um, the first episode. It's about <laughs> the journey that we're about yes. to go on, right? right? And that they right. they may not know they may not know how exactly we're going to get to the end, sure. right? But they know where the end is, okay. where they want those characters in that story to go to. Okay, and then I want as an actor, to feel like um, I have some, um, some say as, how, as to how we get there, mm-hmm. okay. right? That, you know, I'm not, t- I'm not, I don't want to, di- I, ne- I would never dictate yeah. to a writer, but I do feel like <clears throat> we're, we're a team, mm-hmm. right? And that um, if you're, as a good actor, I'm going to do my homework and, um, and really know who this person is Sure, mm-hmm. and that you as a writer um, want to hear my and, and value my my thoughts on who who mm-hmm. this person is as well, and that we can come to terms as to how we get him to where you want him yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's, I no, think that it's makes valuable sense. to writers too, especially when you're coming in and you're just creating a character. A lot of times, even as writers, you think you know where it's going to go, mm-hmm. but sometimes an actor can bring something to it that you never even thought of before. Absolutely. And then you can just put that in there and build mm-hmm. on that. Because some of the best shows that I've, I've loved, and when you go back, like if you watch the old DVDs and they talk about the making of mm-hmm. it and stuff, you'll see how the writers start off one way, but then as the actor, they start to get to know the actor, the actor brings in their own kind of story to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just builds on top of that. Sure. So I think as a writer, you have to be open to what your actors are going to bring you. Because sometimes they'll bring you little tidbits that you didn't even think about. Absolutely. And you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. thank God for that. Yeah. And then you can just have a new trajectory in that character. So I'm always a little leery when writers are like, I don't want to hear anything from actors. They should, just be, they should just act and shut the hell up and let me do. <laughs> right. It's like, We're no, like, no respect. Not, it's talking no respect. props. Yeah, and then there's <clears> the point yeah. that it's, in this, in this uh, medium, mm-hmm. it's a collaborative yeah. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, yeah. yeah. you know? Yeah, you know? I'm I'm excited about Empire too. Oh, yes. What I love about Empire is the, these are um, broadly mm-hmm. drawn characters, mm-hmm. and it's freaking hip hop dynasty. It's like yes. a time soap opera. <laughs> exactly. It is. Exactly. It's fully it's fully that. And Lee will tell you because I had an opportunity to talk to Lee during the summer, and mm-hmm. he, that that's what he wanted to do. Okay. But mm-hmm. I love that they are broad. Broadly drawn, okay. right? Mm-hmm. There, there's no subtlety here, no. right? There's but how audaciousness yeah, to them. They come yeah, in there, yeah. yes. but yet there's something really grounded about it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's King Lear, right? That's it, true. Right, That's true. and it's if you're going to take on Shakespeare, mm-hmm. um, you know, it it needs. There's a reason why there's a, a now there's a verb, there's Shakespeare, an adjective, Shakespearean. Yeah, Shakespearean. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's big. Right. You know, there's this, there's this. Um, I, I love this quote. Toni Morrison was on... Who's that bitch? <laughs> I, was, I really thought she, I was going to have Tony. to throw Dad, this. So that she, she was... I, I can't remember if it was on Oprah or somewhere she was being interviewed and she, some, someone asked her from the audience, said, um, uh, why, do, why do you think... Uh, why, why do you write characters that are bigger than life? Mm-hmm. And she said, 
my characters aren't bigger than life. My characters are as big as life. Mm. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I remember thinking as an actor going, Yes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's beautiful. I want to play characters yes. right. as big, big as, as life. life. Big right. as life. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, On that note, I love that's that. good shit. Thank you very much, Wilson. Thank you. That's what's yes. up. Thanks for having me. I've <laughs> been trying to get him for a while. I know. <laughs> yes. And I just talked and talked. Hey, <laughs> that's what's up. Because people need to hear these things. I think now, especially that the narratives are changing. I mean, I know you guys have seen the flack on Twitter about the Oscars uh, and you know <laughs> representation. We didn't even get to that. I was already. I was part of the little. I was part of that flack yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was yeah. going in where it was kind of like. And I want to make this clear because I know me and Hillary are going to go in on this on another episode because mm-hmm. I remember I was texting him like after mm-hmm. I saw that stuff come out I was like bitch we going to have to look mm-hmm. we going to have to set our people, time side some of our fans and are on Twitter going some of our fans on Twitter like I can't wait for y'all to go in <laughs> y'all need to do an episode <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I was going to have to bring some Chardonnay because it was yeah. like I want this to be clear to people because when we're talking about changing narratives one of the things that people are getting really sensitive about is they think that when people of color and women are coming at white folk sure. and are saying you know what we don't like what we're seeing. They mm-hmm. think it's being anti-white, and it's not. It's no. about being anti-erasure. Yes. It's yeah. about America is not, like, literally, I swear to God, when you look at that Oscar, or when, I was joking with some people, when you look at the Golden Globes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear to God, and I remember I put it on Twitter, I said, the Golden Globes, it actually looks like a Republican convention, but with oh better tans. Oh, my God. With that's better a, tans. That's what you would say, Wilson. <laughs> with better tans. Really, with better yeah. tans, uh-huh. folks. Uh-huh. And it's sad to say that, because a lot of those actors in there, I love them, okay. but it's the same actors over and over again, Mm-hmm. And after a while, it's like, I'm getting bored with looking at white folk. <laughs> and it's nothing personal because, you know, I love you, boo. I love you. But you know what? There are other stories. Are. And what's happening is you're bringing, you know, it, it, you're getting kind of mediocre with some of the storytelling mm-hmm. because you're not taking chances by putting in diversity and having, not even diversity. Because mm-hmm. I know people get sick and tired of hearing that yeah. because they feel like, oh, diversity. We're talking about variety. I, I want to see eat, what the world look, looks like. Look, I can't <laughs> eat vanilla ice cream every day, people. I can't. Here's I cannot. The, but I here's the thing. Other stuff too. Here's, the, here's the thing is that, the, the the film industry <clears throat> is shooting themselves in the foot. They're leaving money on the oh, table. True. Oh, come true. on. You know what? You look at television. <sighs> television is doing it. Right. They are, they right. are, there is diversity there is. everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You look at the shows that are the most successful on TV right now. Empire, mm-hmm. breakout hit. Mm-hmm. How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Scandal. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Orange yes. is the New Black. Um, they are successful because people want to see themselves yes. on screen. Absolutely. People want to see those stories mm-hmm. told. If you make a movie that looks like America, mm-hmm. people will come, come. People gonna yeah. come to, yeah. to see it. Right. You know, the, the, there was another. There was another really great comment I heard on NPR yesterday. The guy said, "The problem is, is that uh, Hollywood is making movie for white movies for white people, hoping that that everybody else comes. Right. Mm. Instead, they need to make movies for everybody. Yes. yes. Agreed. Right? That have everybody, everybody in it. Come. Yes. That, t- one of the tightest scripts this year." One of the tight scripts this year, and in a film, and that I enjoyed the most, and that looked like America to me, was top five. Yep. Mm, okay. I, and yep. hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that script was tight. I don't mm-hmm. know who was working with Chris mm-hmm. Rock, but he got that shit mm-hmm. right. Uh-huh. And Miss Rosario Dawson and him <laughs> were were brilliant mm-hmm. to me. And. That audience loved it. Mm-hmm. I want to see those movies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the audience I went to and I saw it with my friend, we went in like, we caught like an afternoon show. The audience was so mixed mm-hmm. with everybody in there. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those experiences where it's like, man, why don't we have more movies like this that sure. looks like that? They had everybody in that movie. And it was just mm-hmm. like, man, 
y'all just y'all just don't want to make no money. Yeah, y'all just y'all just want stale money. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely. You don't, you know. And then you know you look at you know I I enjoyed Into the Woods. I was I'm a huge Into the Woods mus- the, into musical the wood. fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed the book. I mean yeah. I enjoyed the musical. I I enjoyed the movie, but I could not help myself watching that movie going. This is set in a made up world. True. And yet we're still not in it. Mm, okay. Nobody's there. Okay. You're you're Nobody's asking there. you're asking your audience to suspend disbelief to the point where there's Good a point. giant in the sky True. and a witch on the ground. Mm-hmm. But ain't no people of color and, nobody. A, and a wolf nobody. Okay. walking around. But you don't think the audience is able to suspend Damn, disbelief enough. It is to have shit. a black Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Juno yeah. Diaz said, one of his famous quotes. I love Juno Diaz. Know. One of his famous quotes. <laughs> he's talking about y'all were like. Y'all will read a book. What do you say? Like one third elfish, you mm-hmm. know. But if I put one Spanish word in there, y'all think the whole fucking world's going lose <laughs> yeah. my damn mind, yeah. you know? And it's like uh-huh. it's that type of like erasure that makes it ridiculous. Sure. It's kind of like, look, if you're gonna say you're America mm-hmm. and you live in a bubble, mm-hmm. okay, you cannot like anywhere I go, especially like if I'm going like California, if I go to New York, of mm-hmm. course it's the major metropolitan cities, True. but when you walk around, like I feel uncomfortable when I walk places <laughs> and I can't have a variety of different type of foods. Okay. Like to me, that's America. Like America. She a, she okay. a foodie, Wilson. She America a foodie. Like, I mean, this is America to me. Mm-hmm. When you're with your homies and you're sitting there like, what y'all want to eat tonight? We want to do Indian, we want to do Chinese, Mexican, we yeah. want to mm-hmm. do Filipino food because mm-hmm. we can get the lumpy up the street. Yes. Do we want to get the tacos? <laughs> do we want the like the uh, the empanadas? Because mm-hmm. you know, there's different types of Latin American folk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Like, sure. And when I say that, why does that my movies and my mediums do not reflect the foods that I eat that are normal to me? Like, I don't think of Mexican food, Chinese food, or mm-hmm. any type of food as foreign food. To me, that's American food. It's American food. Yeah. Okay. You know? I just, you know. And if I, y'all can eat American food and drink stuff from other countries mm-hmm. and love it and celebrate everybody else's holiday, but you can't put us in the movies. Sure. But, you know, and the, the, the other problem is, I know we've gotten way off, but the problem, <laughs> it's a matter. The problem is... Um, they think we're stupid. Yes. And they're making movies yes. for stupid people. Mm. And we're not That's stupid. stupid. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're not. Yeah. I mean, the American yeah. audiences are pretty freaking savvy. Right. They have to right. make it through a day in America. Mm. <laughs> True. If you can make it in a day, you, know what I'm saying? you deserve so, movies. <laughs> I think you can, you can make the wolf in Into the Woods a Mexican, and they're going to be all right with that. Right. You know? Especially if mm-hmm. he can sing a song and do some serious stuff and okay. be fierce about it. Absolutely. Oh, shut up. Absolutely. We're already suspending disbelief. Yeah. Okay. We've walked into a theater. It's a we. It's a flat screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And we're pretending like we're watching some real people. And by the True. way, they've been doing it on Broadway stages True. For, for years. years. And those yeah. are, that's yes. three-dimensional. And yeah. people still go in there, mm-hmm. open their eyes, and allow themselves to be transported True. somewhere right. else. Right. Totally. It's like, how do we make that transition to Hollywood, who seems to think that the rest of the, I mean, Hollywood, we've been telling you, you guys are like 40 years behind. <laughs> Everybody, music, behind. fashion, food, everything. It's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to be like the global? And then the, the sad thing about it is Hollywood films has such a huge global impact on how people view us in true, America. True. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff, even though we know it's fantasy, that narrative that we put out mm-hmm. is so powerful. So if you're putting the same stuff over mm-hmm. there, people are going to believe that's what it is. And I hate to tell people that's not America. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, but they also, you know, you know, I hate to say this, but. Some good things came out of that that hack at Sony. Yeah, we read some of those okay, emails, look. and we saw Homeboy talk about you know yeah. Denzel Washington, one of our right. seminal oh, actors, right. Yes. right? 
who he believes cannot open a film across the ocean <laughs> because he's black. Right? So that's why they don't put us in their movies. That's not what that's why we're not starring there. But films. that's not us. That like I said, one of the things is like, oh, they just don't. You guys made that shit up. I think mm-hmm. I can't remember the name. We'll have to talk about it when we talk about go in on it. Okay. But there was a particular uh, producer, big time producer, and it was a documentary I saw a couple years ago. And he was talking about why that you can't have, why couldn't Will Smith was doing Hitch? Why mm. couldn't he have had a black female lead? He's like, oh. oh, black people don't lead. Black people don't. And I was like, black people don't travel. People don't watch them. They don't want to see black people. I'm like, but you will eat the food. Listen to the mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm. Copy how we talk. Mm-hmm. How, copy we dress. how we dress. <laughs> copy our hairstyles. Mm-hmm. You'll do music. every. And, and not even just black people. Mm-hmm. Okay, people from all. Please mm-hmm. do not get me started. Okay. <laughs> Don't but, even but, get it. But, but you're gonna say that we can't open, but we can open up everything else around the fucking mm-hmm. globe. But we can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what is really clear, and with all the backlash now that we got social media, and we can talk back to people all over the world, mm-hmm. and put, y'all saw what happened to Exodus. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw what happened to Exodus. Right. Okay. <laughs> that, that sorry, you, you may have to make your little monies and your little DVDs right. maybe 20 years from yep. now. But the thing is, now people are so vocal about it that they're gonna have to listen because people. People are, are, are pretty pissed right That's now. True. And they're going to start using, they're going to weaponize their dollars mm-hmm. and start supporting films and not going to movies. You know what? True. I'm not going to say, you know what? I'll true. wait till it come out on DVD. Well, I might just go ahead and get the bootleg, you know? <laughs> might, you know what I mean? It's and just, it's also a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So they tell audiences across the ocean that they don't like movies with black or people of and color then and then them. they don't make they exactly. don't make them and then but then when they they won't go but then they don't go yes mm-hmm. because you know they figure well that's probably not a good movie. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they've already been There's told. There's that stigma, especially sure. I've heard that about Empire. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "Well, I don't know. You know, it's a black show, and you know, it's tragedy in them." And even mm-hmm. though, like, you know, people are thinking about the hustle and flow days and all oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. A lot. They of just people, have a great chemistry. They, that's yeah, all. They, they do. Yeah. But I think a lot of times they people still have this thing where, hey, if it's a black product or mm-hmm. a non-white product, eh, it might not be as good. Mm-hmm. It might, you right. know, because people were like when we talk about the Sony hack when they were talking about Kevin Hart. Yes, and like you know, he's not well. We don't think. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the biggest comedian in the world right now. Everybody <laughs> goes to see yeah, Kevin yeah, Hart. Yeah. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And the box like, office does not lie. They, yeah. They yeah. 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 But but I think the thing is now, and what's wonderful with all this stuff going on is that now it's a brand new day, yeah. and um, we don't. We I think what happened is too mentally, we don't believe what they've been telling us now. We don't believe that, and we know that we shouldn't. And because yeah. of independent films, because of access to making films so cheaply and quickly mm-hmm. now, we know that there's product out there. Mm-hmm. The key now is how do we get that distribution so everyone can see it globally? Sure. Whether it's video on demand, you know, do we got to four wall this bad boy and mm-hmm. go to city to city? What do we have to do? Because mm-hmm. it, we, it's, un, it's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And while we're on that gripe, <laughs> it is unacceptable for y'all not to have anything about Bell. The movie Bell. Uh, yeah. Okay. It. At least for Because that now. was your one of your favorites last year, wasn't it? Have you seen that one? Uh, no. My Tell God. Tell them about Bell really Tell quick. Bell. We gotta run out. Oh, my God. Bell. B E L L? B E L L. With uh, Gugu Mbathara. Oh, I just heard about this. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. The movie came out in January. She was my. Gugu. You were my book in. <laughs> I saw you in January when you were giving me my black Jane Austen type experience. Showing up. There were black people over there in those okay. days. And at the end of the year, she gave me, you know, the she's almost playing like a Rihanna-like character and singing and all that kind yes. of stuff. She was fantastic. She don't get, you know, nothing. Nothing. Not even a Golden Globe. Hey, we can. Nothing. nothing. And y'all yeah. love British people. Yep. 
she a black Brit. Black Brits can't <laughs> do no think? wrong. Know, black Brits are putting everybody out of work in America. They are. <laughs> Wilson said he gonna start talking with a Cockney accent. You know and what? Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna need to do a little homework on that. <laughs> no, I mean. Um, no, I'm in. Isn't it? <laughs> We're gonna no, have to I work don't. on it. <laughs> in it? No. All but, right, look, on that note. We got to. We got to. We, 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 we can do better. 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 We definitely can. But I think being vocal about it pushes them to do better. Mm. It should. Mm-hmm. I hope. I mean, hey. I'm betting ooh, on it. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, thanks a lot, Wilson. We appreciate it. That's Wilson Cruz, y'all. You know, support the man. He's out there making it happen. So what's next for you? I don't know. Yeah, you said you're getting your body ready for some shit. Well, because I'm, I'm up for a part okay. that I need to be ready for. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting to hear. It's pilot season, so I'm mm-hmm. up for. Mm-hmm. A, a, we a need pilot. to get you on something again. Scene still in motherfucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited about this. So if it happens, it'd be great. All right. Oh, yeah, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. Because I need to see more of you in my life. Yeah, and I got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm 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 talking to producers about my I don't know if you didn't even know I wrote the story of Sylvester. No, I did not. Yeah. So are and you... I'm talking to some producers about shooting a sizzle, so I might have something for you. Okay. And that, can it's we to please... see if they invest because I want some money. Can to we do it please right. get that Sylvester movie? I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. Are you kidding me? That was yeah. like the part of the soundtrack of my life. I know. I know. He it's was like the segue and making me understand that there are other people and other voices and you can be <laughs> fabulous. I mean, come on. You know mm-hmm. who's been wanting to play that part for as long as I've known him is Billy Porter. Mm. Yeah, and trust me, I thought of Billy. I think Billy's too old now. That's my only concern because I want somebody to play him from a certain age up until he goes. It's okay. my only concern. But there are other roles. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, that's... When I think of it, have I you seen the show that they did? I did not with Anthony. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's going to be in San Francisco mm-hmm. if it's not there now. Mm-hmm. But it did, it wasn't here, was it? Not yet. No, okay. Because I I was in Atlanta, so I didn't know if it was here okay. when I was gone. Mm-hmm. No, I want to see it. But I'll let you know. Make it happen. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm supposed to meet with them next week. So Make we'll it happen. We'll All right. Um, prayers up. Okay. okay. Prayer warriors <laughs> in the world. <laughs> get him <laughs> prayed <laughs> up. Let's get him prayed up. That Bring Sylvester up. the biopic to life. Yes. Exactly. I mean, that's a story. You want to talk about? First of all, that's a that is rich with opportunity, yeah. you know, and talk about diversity. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Can I just you be know? in the audience? If you, if you do any scenes Actually, with I them, might have somebody if, where they go, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> or anything like when they're doing anything with the cockheads or anything like that mm-hmm. in the audience and you just, I can... I'm, oh, you'd be perfect in the cockheads. I'd just be in the audience. And, oh, God, don't make me be... No, I'd, I'd mess it up. I'd be too nervous. I'd, I'd be like, oh, Sylvester's going to come and get me in my dreams. I can't mess this up, you know. Oh, hallelujah for Sylvester. But seriously, he's one of those characters that... Mm-hmm. Just in my life, like I just remember my soundtrack and light and him opening up doors for just sure. getting other people and, and realizing, especially for gay people that mm-hmm. I know in my family and mm-hmm. everything like that. Oh my God, Sylvester is like huge. huge. Yeah, let's get Sylvester done and then maybe we can get Prince done. Because <gasps> I know somebody who should play that. Um, who, if who? Prince would ever give anybody the rights to his story, um, you know, shit. I can be very charming. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Stella, I just think that's he's. I think he's fascinating. Oh, he's totally. So people are always like, so if you had to play a you know real life you know individual, who would it be? And I would be like, well, (laughs) Prince. Yes, I mean, 
Yeah. Use all my gifts. Right. Come on. <laughs> I go, wait a minute. But at 41, you still got the skills? You oh, got God the moves? Please. You got it? Look, you got look, it? You say at 41. Look, 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 bitch. He old, bitch. Audience. He old. Look, the no, only problem look. is we're going to have to hire people that are like, you know, six, nine. Yes, next to make to it me. look like you're yeah. smaller. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know right now. Wilson's still looking. He's 20. Okay. You know, with a little little light beard over there. You know, I, I mean, I, thirty you got three, tops. three or four gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> you like me with your little he's, beard? He's he got mature, three little gray hairs sticking out. Bit, but I, trust me, trust me, he could play <laughs> it. Like, oh my god, wouldn't that be amazing? I can wear all, bring out all my print stuff. Totally. I mean, and the fan. Can we audience. get your little afro out there? Can we Please. Oh my god. <laughs> Charles Gregory in Atlanta uh-huh. will do our hair. Don't Aww. worry, you set That's it up. Funny. Awesome. <laughs> So, Lizzie Wilson, where can people find you at? Are you on Twitter? And, uh, I, I, yes, I'm WCruz73 um, on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Instagram. Uh, and I have a fan page on Facebook, Wilson mm-hmm. Cruz. That's yeah. what's up. Nice. Yes. Cool. And he'd be saying some shit I, on Facebook. Oh, my God. I, I didn't like you. even know you were he on Facebook. Because like, yeah, a lot of times, you know, people who are actors, mm-hmm. you know, they keep their stuff really quiet and they mm-hmm. have like their PR people and they really don't want to, you know, they're trying to work and they don't want to sure. be controversial. But I'm like, those are the people I love. You say what you <laughs> feel. <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, I wrote something about the, the whole Oscar thing yesterday and I put it on my fan page and somebody reposted and said, Oh wow! Even Wilson Cruz is saying something. I'm like, well, you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> okay, you don't know me. You can't shut her up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, Lisa. Lisa, where are you at? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I know mm-hmm. I'm so I'm positive this year. It's like I want you to follow me. She's, I don't she's yes, tell people please. they can't follow. I said tell people don't follow me on Twitter <laughs> because as as we know. Mm-hmm. I talk about all kinds of stuff, and I'm not always rainbows and sunshine and all kinds of stuff. I get into some real stuff, and yeah. some people think, oh, it's just screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And then I come out with something like, oh, I didn't know she was mm-hmm. so radical, and, and she's a little too black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a little too mm-hmm. much. But um, no, you know what? I'm open to it. Um, just know that I talk about all kinds of Like you said, I, tend, I look at myself as an artist activist. You know, I'm one of those. I'm a professional agitator. Yeah. That's my job. That's yeah. what I'm put here to do. Once mm-hmm. I've embraced that, you good at it, bitch. Oh, yeah, I'm doing what I do. <laughs> yeah. You can also find me at uh, Bitch Flicks. I do write uh, feminist film criticism. Mm-hmm. My latest piece is about Palo Malo. And thank you to all the people who's been retweeting that. It's oh, called, it's been getting retweeted it's, like a motherfucker. It's Palo Malo, which is bad hair in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Nigerian. piece is called Palo Malo, Coding Blackness and Gender Queer Identity. Mm-hmm. Palo Malo. Palo Malo. And, yes. and please go, if you get a chance to see that movie, please see it. It's mm-hmm. an important film. It's important, especially for our young people out there mm-hmm. who are trying to create identities. Mm-hmm. And we need to create safe spaces for them to be who they need to be. Mm-hmm. Because those, that's our future. Mm-hmm. And if you're crushing people because you're you're whatever your thing is whatever you think normal is mm-hmm. you are wrong exactly, <laughs> okay exactly. and i'm gonna let you know about it so hook me up and check me out at bitch flicks and on twitter i'm following you right now follow me right now and find out some more exactly. stuff exactly mm-hmm. and i'm your host hilliard guest and forgive me y'all y'all can hear this music in the background <laughs> i hear in my office and the neighbor next door thinking he's gonna turn yeah, the music once on we, once we get done with this we don't have to go walk across <laughs> okay, the way we might and have, have a little chit chat and be like excuse me <laughs> Uh, the soundtrack. It's can a I soundtrack. Talk, uh, can I talk to you about? He was jamming when he had Madonna. I know. Okay. Now he's just tripping. Now he's just tripping. Now, he got you know the radio what? playing. Okay, all kind like, of shit. Not, not. Can I talk to you for a second? So, <laughs> for those of y'all listening, forgive me if y'all hear some crazy ass background music. But you know what? We got it in anyway. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, thank you very much, uh, Gary, for hanging in with us today. And uh, thank you, Lisa, for popping in. We're glad you showed up because I, I, I was not going to miss Wilson to Cruz. Wilson. Like I was about, like literally, I was like, I may have to quit my job for a couple of days. <laughs> no, no, I won't have that. I'll just and I be like, I got to see him just to say, just to say thank you, Wilson, just for all your work. And you don't realize how much you mean to so many young people. Mm-hmm. Like literally, when that first show came out, 
You don't know how many babies you helped. That's what's up. So thank you so much. Well, they mean the world to me. They do. Mm -hmm. You know, they, whatever it is that I mean to them, they mean tenfold to me. Mm -hmm. And that's That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what's up. (laughs) Get it. Got my girl over here balling. Okay, look. (laughs) She's trying to get me, she's trying to get me to cry. (laughs) Gary over there trying to cry. It means so much. (laughs) Our little mascot, Abby, trying to cry. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's that's how we do it Mm -hmm. on the rant room. We appreciate it. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Hilliard Guests or Screenwriters RR. Please follow us. You see, Wilson ain't right that shit. They don't. You see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? You see the abuse that I get? My own cousin. Don't even write shit down. Look. (laughs) Your family always treats you the worst. Okay. Wait, I thought I had you on here. (laughs) Like, I thought I had it down. What what happened was. I know. Look. (laughs) Look The phone had fell in the garbage. Here we go. Here we go. So, anyway, I'm silly. Wait, what Um, was it? It's at Hilliard Guess, or you can follow us at Screenwriters RR. Um, because the rant room was too long for the oh. for the white folks. You know how they do it. So. <laughs> I thought I was following you, but I was not. And uh, if you guys want to email, <laughs> okay, bitch. I am now. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> so um, if you uh, guys want to email us or anything, you know, hit us up any questions or whatever. Screenwritersrantroom at gmail dot com. And um, again, thank you, Gary. Appreciate it coming through. And uh, Wilson, Lisa. Yep. That's what's up. Great That's episode. Up. This was a great one. We had fun. We had fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank we you had fun. Don't I was nervous. That. Don't be nervous. It's just, it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> there ain't too many shows. We could just lay out, just be yourself, huh? Yeah, you just miss the days when I usually have my Patron and my liquor hanging up uh, in here. When it's one of them days, like you know what? I need a drink because we need to talk about some stuff. Come back, okay? So we got to talk about some stuff. Yeah, just drinking. <laughs> That's what's up. I have been known to throw back. <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, Patron, my people. Okay. okay. That's what's up. So, a special shout out to a couple of countries for following us. We appreciate you. Wilson, we are all over the place right now. I'm mm-hmm. glad you didn't tell me that before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I see the bitch didn't read my email. I sent them. Look. Anyway, we are in Canada. Thank you, guys. Australia, huge numbers over there. England, one of our biggest. Um, Brazil is growing. Oh, it's crazy. Brazil. I love yeah, Brazil. South America, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, um, who else? Oh, freaking um, South Africa is big. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of y'all motherfuckers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he didn't even read it. He didn't write this shit down. No, motherfucker. I just, so, I just thought know, about it. <laughs> and those unnamed people, countries yes, that we might all the rest Thank of y'all. you so much for listening. Yeah. And some of, the, some of the top cities, you know, of course, L.A., New York, Chicago, um, San Francisco, of course, where I'm from, you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all motherfuckers better step up, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people over there. Um, Florida is crazy. Actually, you know, one of our biggest states is... Um, Scottsdale. I'm shocked. In Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. in Arizona. There are stories I need yeah, to tell Yeah, and white folks over there. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. need to talk, they need to tell <laughs> their stories, too. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all can handle all this yes, crazy tell, <laughs> <laughs> They probably needed the most. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Help make them better, exactly. right? Because we want to hear your stories, too. Absolutely. The desert Absolutely. in more ways than one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm there every three months. My partner's from there. No, so oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they heard I was in town and mm-hmm. shit, you know. So they just started listening to the show. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you guys. We appreciate it. For everybody joining, we're going to say 1,015. Actually, for you, we're going to say 2,015. Thank, all right. For the sake of an argument. All right. Because he said earlier, why don't we say 2,015? Okay. All right. <laughs> for Wilson, we will go watch. Exactly. <laughs> so y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, 
We, um, bam, I'm forgetting my own fucking lines. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> wow. Okay, here we go. On a, on a rant room, we keep it street, uh-huh. we keep it opinionated, what? and we keep it what? 2015. 2015. All right, y'all. Peace, y'all. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rant room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules. Just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. We tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. Any topic. Even the random. I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the round. Ah.